0: you are listening to something rather than nothing creator and host ken Vellante. editor and producer peter bauer
1: let's let's get into it because i've been waiting to ask i know you've been working on um maybe I'll I'll use the words at first like an art transformation or a different way of trying to express yourself as yeah. an artist and the main thing is I want to know all about it so right. like 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 tell us like what what you're doing and what changes you're making and what it means for you. Right.
0: Um so yeah as you said earlier about Dirty Princess band I kind of reached A breaking point in the sense of wanting to, I just felt stagnant. I just felt that we had reached our point and the people that my other bandmates who I love dearly, um, I just felt that we had reached a point where there was no progression. And I love Dirty Princess, but it definitely feels like it was more of a stepping stone rather than like a thing that lasts forever. And I definitely say, who knows, like things come back around if they're meant to come back around, but I just really needed to with, and I should mention to our basis, Michaela moved to Los Angeles or made the decision to move to Los Angeles. And it was, a and I was, okay with that. I was like, you should go and explore and be with your other band, Blackwater Holy Light, who's awesome. But it all happened at the right time because and she knew that too. I was like, I'm not feeling like this is moving in the way that I want it to. So I had a few things happen in my life that kind of caused disruption with relationship and other stuff like that. And I was really curious why things were panning out the way they were and who I was surrounded with and why I felt that I couldn't move forward. So I did a lot of analyzing of like, rather than saying it's the people that surround me, like I really have to figure out where my path is and how um, cause you are, you are <clears throat> what you surround yourself by. So like people that say, you know, um, don't surround yourself with people who aren't in your same viewpoint. Well, you are at that viewpoint, whoever you are around. So, um, there's a lot to it, but basically the main thing is I took a second to look inward and I was just doing some meditating. And I was like, what do I need to do right now in order to really feel happy within what I'm creating? Because, and this was something that I was talking about, ideas and outcomes. In my in Dirty Prim- Princess and previous things, I just felt like my ideas weren't flourishing to the amount that I had envisioned them. And so what I did was I had this feeling in meditation and it said now is not the time to go wide it's time to go deep so like basically this is a um a logical standpoint from what I did but there was a lot of pain that was circulating within me within how was I how I was allowing people to treat me because I am a person who wants to see people rise and in within turn that they take advantage sometimes or view me as somebody who, who I guess didn't have a strong footing. And I didn't really have a strong footing at that time because I was inundated with alcohol and drugs. So all of it was spot on. I was allowing myself to be in this process, you know, um, So I just kind of wanted to get the fuck away from everybody. (laughs) And um, yeah, within the rock and roll scene, I felt like there was a lot of projections that I was just this like dominating um, witch bitch, (laughs) 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 which, you know, I think I'm, I have these qualities. I'm definitely a leader. I definitely stand my ground, but I felt like, it was more, um, negative polarity based rather than like, I'm like, this is positive polarity based, where it's like, I'm, I am a leader. I do like to influence in a way that makes people feel good, but not in the sense of like domination and control. So I was trying to figure out how to flip those things around in order for it to be a positive end of the spectrum. So yeah, I isolated for a few months and just journaled every single day and was just trying to really get down to what was going on inside of me. And um, yeah, long story short, I wanted to make a film that uh, reflected these changes that I was going through. So yeah, we did the PCP film and what's great about things that are supposed to happen is that you have an idea and then people just kind of flood in and then you're doing it, Yeah, (laughs) you know? And, um, so with the film, my friend, Chris, who is a part of futuro who I'll mention because he has been the main reason why we've been able to get a crew together and like a good crew, like people who, really know what they're doing. I've learned so much from these people. Um, I owe them where I'm at right now, which is not even where I want to be. It's just a very small step. Um, and executed it in such an amazing way. And everything flowed so nicely. So basically, PCP is the project I'm working on. And it's called Orphic Hymns. And it has to do with the transformation from the smaller self to the larger self. Um, Same being, but basically the first part is about being, you know, and this is also just a part of growing. Um, You start out very inwardly focused. It's all about me, yada, yada. The second part is where you get to see Mother Earth in action, we are in a beach, and we're flying all these drones over top of beautiful cliffs, it looks like Bridge to Terabithia or (laughs) something, it's so beautiful. So the second part is about coming outside of that inward, all about me thought, whatever. And realizing that there's greater forces at play and that we all have a part within it and learning to move like the ocean, learning to move and hold strong like the mountains and um, just understanding that we are an image reflected of this earth and not um, singular, you know, and all these things work in these beautiful, synchronistic, synchronistic, synchronistic? Synchronistic? Synchronistic. synchronistic
1: let's stick yeah like
0: let's stick to the synchronistic. that is what the
1: term is right <laughs> that's now. what it
0: is now <laughs> <laughs> ways that like basically i think all this has become is like when you really pay attention and i actually had the opportunity of doing that because of covid because i don't think i would have been able to not work and like not you know do all these things so like if you have that opportunity and that ha- this is a common story with so many people that went through this, you know, it, t- you took the time, but I just decided to take more time. Cause I was like, I really got to figure out what's going on internally.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, because the evil side, I felt like, and I, you know, I think I had to do some flushing to like spiritually as well, because my, father's background very magic like my my grandmother was very magical and um I think that we had some curses on the family because he left another family to come here with a white woman and and which is my mother and when we went down there like there was all this talks my father has a kid down there we like came up on a voodoo like thing there and went home and like my mom had a vision of my sister with rattles around her head. Like this was all in this, I was having these reoccurring dreams with like a grim reaper at the end of my bed. And there was, there was this presence in my life where I was like, I feel like there is some spiritual contract and there's like a replaying within my family. And so within this internal thing, I've, I feel like I had to, uh, I did a lot of meditation where I had to do like rituals of flushing out, um, things because that's so real. Like, especially if you're an open vessel, you know, things can get attached to your, um, psyche to feel safe or whatever, you know? So I had to do a lot of that and it did help. Like, 100 percent and also the the spirituality and not in alcohol and stuff like that like they're those that's a whole nother thing you know you really got to flush those um things in your mind that are saying you need this like drowning um factor in your life in order to survive you know yeah it's basically flushing out internal dialogue. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, there's, it sounds like, I mean, I, there's a lot of what you had to say that um, I, w- I was connecting to as far as as a process. There's two things um, based on what you say I, I wanted to, I'm really interested in getting at. And the first is, could you talk about the, uh, just the process of writing and journaling as far as what you what you your transformation because i i i don't write enough i'm one of the individuals like i don't write enough
0: you'd be Uh, great if you wrote (laughs) you have a lot of thoughts and like it's it it all organizes when you put it on paper
1: yeah so tell us yeah so, so so tell me tell me about that to help me and help others as far as that that particular journaling process as far as the transformation for yourself
0: right what's and what's cool about journaling too is that once you've finished like let's say a book or whatever and your intention is is growth while doing it you see your whole process and it's easy to reflect on your process as like oh i remember this and this and this and this is where i'm at now but your words literally change how you view the world changes so um, what I did to, that helped me is in, using divination. So using tarot mm-hmm. and, um, and one thing that I love about it, about things it is there's this one tarot thing. I don't have it, but I've been listening about it and it's called this might hurt. And basically it's just, it's just, you lay out your thing. If you got one, that's like, this is specifically for me. And there's things on there that are hard to hear arrogance. And that was definitely within like rock and roll. And, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's built yeah. on, it's built on fuck you. A it little is bit, built right?
0: on so. fuck you. And I'm still about that yeah. in a sense, but in a way that's going to actually pro- do something, you know, it's one thing to be like, fuck you. Don't, don't conform. And you're like, all right. Well, it's, pu-
1: <laughs> it's punk and then something. Yeah. I think right then something
0: yeah it's right. like i want it to i want to actually use this idea of fuck you punk whatever and actually move into something that starts a conversation you know and that was one thing that was lacking in dirty princess i would want to have these conversations of growth and expansion and and but i also have to deal with you know that just has to do with the black experience, too, I think, is that, like, there's this whole other mindset that we feel. And also from talking to other black artists, we feel like we need to prove ourselves because we have to. You know what I mean? In a sense. But it, it became less about proving myself and more. It's just funny how when you start with something, it's about something. Yeah. And then when you get deeper into it, it's like, oh, you know, it's more than that, you know? Um, but anyway, back to journaling. Um, so yeah, I did a tarot card divination every morning. I would have a meditation, a little ritual, make a coffee, make a tea, sit down by the window, light some sage, take a second. And then it's all about for me, and this also might be an obsessive thing is, is the ritual. So doing the card seven times, Thinking about yeah,
1: this the, the show's about indulging obsessions, so all your <laughs> right? processes are totally fine. Yeah, I understand the seven times that you <laughs> have to do it, and, and after right, that, yeah.
0: right. So it like so I you know I lay them out every morning. I would so this is the strengthening of the internal guidance. So internal guidance, how you know it's it's your higher self, is it's going to lead you into peace and content. Lower vibration leads you into judgment and um, making you feel worse. So um, when you know that it's your higher self, you're going to feel at peace. You're going to be like, that was a thought that calmed me down, you know? And that was something that really helped me because I usually went into something that made me go deeper into judgment, like, oh, fuck this. I suck, you know, and then go deeper into, you know, being upset about the issue, So, um, I had to, in the beginning, write a letter to myself. Good morning, beloved. Today is a beautiful, like, just today is a beautiful day. Write down dreams I was having, whatever. And it gets so deep that these things start flushing themselves out, you know? So I would read and, you know, there would be like an arrogance card and like, um, just basically all these things that I needed to pay attention to that I just didn't even know I innately was projecting into the world, you know, because yeah. you get so used to being in this thing. You're like, I'm a good person, right? Habit, right.
1: Like, right, right. Yeah. You're like, everything's is- cool. It's but- been cool for the last four years. Yeah. Everything's cool yeah. or not cool. And yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Right.
0: So I would write down all these things, focus on them, try to do the best to change them, put it out into life where I was practicing these things and like learning to really look at the parts of myself that either I didn't think I had the issue with, but, um, yeah, we're only human and like, we always got to work on stuff. So it was just basically like hyper-focus onto, um, the things that were holding me back in life and with journaling this every day. And I'm getting to a point now, and this only happened within the last few months and I've been journaling for about like the last two years, um, is, how simplified my th- it's like my thoughts have become simplified, but much more potent. So, um,
1: you're going to be sensitive to that as well. Cause you're clearly a poet. So well, you can going the process of, right. I'm, not, I'm just saying, as far as getting the words in there and the potency of it, you're going to be sensitive to that as a poet.
0: Right. As as yeah. yeah, definitely. So, um, and it's more gratitude. Like before it was like, um, flushing out issues and now since I've come this far now it's like greet the day like these tree it's it's just more of an awareness of these things that are around me that um rather than like everything that's going on in there so it just shows that I've been growing and I'm more comfortable within um expressing myself like I feel like before sometimes my thoughts were so twisted and I found that interesting like I was
1: like wow like the messiness and yeah, twisted. yeah right contradictory
0: right yeah. like I was like oh this is interesting but now since I have this clarity it's it's just more in depth and and yeah more potent but less on the negative polarity of like You know this is kind of twisted it's like whoa this is this is illuminating this is um there's less negative i guess on it yeah so um yeah all right yeah i don't know if that helps at all with writing but it's just like what people and people have asked me this before too and it's like you just have to really want it you have to really want to make a, you have to really want to make that change, you know, unless you don't really want it. But that's also the thing. And that has to do with the black experience too. I was like, what is the most dangerous thing that that the government, for me as a black woman, it's, it's not me being intoxicated in a rock band saying, fuck the government. That's not, who, what does that do? You know, other than, you know, influence would be a few people but i was like the most dangerous thing to the government would be a black woman who's self-aware who's keen who pays attention and who takes the necessary actions to really create change in the sense in like art but bigger than art you know so that's why i was like philosophy psychology Going to school, getting the education, not actually going to school, sneaking into school, getting into that, getting Getting
1: the education, you get it by yourself, you get it sneaking in, you get it wherever you can get it. Right,
0: right. So I was like the most dangerous thing would be someone who's very in tune and very aligned because if you are aligned and you come in sense with conflict or anything like that, you can handle it in such a graceful way that um, allows you to, to um rise and rise above so and like definitely as a black woman you come into those contexts of like where people want you to react in a certain way in order for the you know in order for things to work out for them yeah and i just thought that like if grace was internalized in such a way that like I can move through any sort of situation, especially if it starts to get harder. I just have, I feel like I have this thing in my body that's pushing me now, now that I've like feel more aligned and, um, it's definitely geared towards like social justice in the sense of, um, if we were all to get in touch and it's such a it kind of sounds on tangible intangible, you know, um, to be like, if we got everyone in line and understand how to navigate this world, that we c- can step into the God of God's mind sense of the sense of yeah. creation.
1: Yeah. I think, I think there is, I mean, I, I was thinking in terms, in terms of, uh, Buddhism and, and oh, kind yeah. of like
0: well, that too. a lot of
1: people don't think in the sense of like engaged social justice within that thinking but it's a very different way of looking at it. it has to do with something you talk about like the universal or the the compassion that comes in from individuals within a society and that creates the radical transformation right um, that that we look for because we don't think of like you know, Buddhist political parties because it seems like so yes. attachment to a thing, right, and, right. but it's it's more of the sense in the a personal transformation. Jules, I wanted to ask you. Um, so you're an East Coast gal, yeah, and um, uh, out, uh from out east, and you're talking about um, the black experience and part of your experience. So now you're in now you're in Oregon, now you're in Portland, yeah, right, right, and and, and so. And you and I know that the East Coast feels different. I mean it, and, does. it, it feels different. Yeah. So there's um there you know, there's a a different kind of way of operating in the world right. that, that you enter uh, that you enter into. I was interested when you said um, you know, the pressure to prove yourself and you're mm-hmm. mentioning specifically with black artists. Yeah. Did you feel like that was some of the things that like what was that for you? Like what did you in your experience right. what did you have to do to or feel you had to do to prove yourself?
0: Right. Um I mean it definitely also come like I'm just going to be real with my anal- my analytical mindset of like my childhood development and like what goes f- from that. And and like I said it's kind of like an innate thing like I grew up being like this is I I want to prove that I can const-. like I moved out when I was 15 <laughs> to and got a job and stayed you know I was like okay I'm going to get a place and my parents were just like e- <laughs> what what are you <laughs>
1: yeah like always watching and being like what is going to happen now
0: and I just I always wanted to I wanted always wanted to just like fight <laughs> <laughs> yeah try to get out of never have anybody tell me what to do and how to do it so that was my way of like I can get a job I can make my own money also I think it also comes from being like in a poor family and like I was like I'm gonna um and yeah I was just I was kind of wild too so I was like I'm gonna get out of my parents hair um but since I am that I think that's what's funny is like when I'm around people that I enjoy, I just let my inhibition sound. I was like, we, you know, and, and, and there was a lot of underestimating in my, in my life. And it was because of my outward appearance, pretty face, you know, do mm-hmm. like, you, you yeah. know, like yeah. Yeah. just me being myself. And then I feel like I wasn't, I mean, in some areas, eh, in lots of areas I was taken seriously, but maybe this is just also an, an internal dialogue. I'm like, do they really see who I feel like I am? And so I guess, you know, I, I was, and also this maybe has, it has to do with it. I grew up in a mostly white, um, community. So there's all this like, um, uh, so sub, not subliminal, what's the word I'm looking for under, under the radar, like racism and stuff like yeah, that. Like, yeah. and, um, so I always kind of felt like I'm like, I'm going to prove to you that the, that the black woman the is way more than what you feel like it is, you know? And I remember in school too, people were like, do you have a rich family? And I'd be like, no, like actually not at all. <laughs> but like, why? They're like, because you speak well, you know? And it was just like little things like, like hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, you you'll see what else I'll do well too. You know, it's just like all of these, all of these things. And until, I mean, you really, I mean, of course you can be sympathetic and try to understand where, you know, the black woman or the black man is coming from. But when your whole life is, is in the scope of like, this is who you like, like I said, projected, um, stereotypes and stuff like this is who you are and this is what category you fit into and like all this stuff and i just felt isolated from both ends because it was like this has to be this way or this has to be this way and which way are you and i'm like i'm just you know i'm just trying to
1: (laughs) i don't know like i'm figuring it out
0: right right and um So I've just always wanted to prove that there is another avenue from what we have to be. So that was the proving, like, you don't have to be this way. I don't have to be in the white community. I don't have to be just in the Black community. Like, this is what I believe. Yes, Black is powerful. But also, why are you questioning the way I speak? You think my family's rich? Because I'm like, so what your idea is, if you're a poor Black woman, you would be this way, this way, and this way, right? right? Right. And I was a poor black woman in the sense, in like if we're talking wealth-wise, like with my family. So I just wanted to always be like, there's another way. Yeah. And I think it's it's just translated now into my work now. And it's like, I'm accepting who I am and this other way there's also other people that believe this other way too. And I'm starting to connect with those people, which is really cool. So I guess that's where proving, proving Proving, myself, but it's like, I'm also just proving it to myself because I also feel that like, um, I, I like, I surprise how my mind works since I am obsessive and, and really want to get to the bottom of some certain, certain situation. Um, it's really cool proving it to myself. Like, wow, cool. Okay. I did that. That's amazing. Now what's next? Like, it's just, uh, it's the thirst. It's the thirst for the unknown. Like, what can I get at? And like, what new discovery, you know?
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I I was wondering as far as um, that, that whole process. Cause you know, I pointed out, um, I see I'll, what I've seen in your work that, that you show is, um, definitely a poetic sensibility. One of the things that I notice, uh, with artists or just people in general is when their, uh, interests are extremely varied,
0: right. <laughs> right. With, the, with
1: Without apology. So you <laughs> almost don't end up like branding yourself as I like this type of thing. You kind right. of like, like all over the place. It's uh, true. With, with that, so, um, you so you're talking about writing and in poetry and in not to separate this out, but um, I uh I'm a huge music lover, obsessive, yeah. and mm-hmm. I know you are. Um, for you, in 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 the process you've been going through Mm -hmm. has that part of yourself like have you had to like put it in a certain place or is that getting all jangled as well yeah
0: yeah so I've always loved music music is such a big part of me but like I want it since I am going deeper I wanted the music to match too so that's why I've been wanting well I have been working with like string instruments and I got this um file from my friend and we've been chopping it up in the studio and My biggest inspiration, like, I guess when I was in Rock and Roll, like, my biggest inspiration was, like, Jennifer Emma, like, the Royal Trucks and, like, all these people who were in that mindset of, like, drink and and be wild and put on an amazing show. And I was like, wow, what liberation in that. And now, since there's clarity, I'm like, what liberation in, like, capturing, capturing that feeling, you know, of, of of liberation. So Han, like Han Zimmer has been someone who's been, I've just been like, Whoa. And watching all those processes. And I'm working with this amazing engineer producer, his name's Neil Von Talley. He, um, produced so many people. And, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of the last artful Dodger. Yes. Yeah. He like produced all of her work and, um, worked with like Snoop Dogg and like all this other shit so I'm so pleased yeah. to be working with him he is amazing I told him about how I loved Hans Zimmer and this certain thing where he chopped up like a whole viola track and turned it into this huge like orchestra-esque sort of piece and it's matching so do you remember seeing those um the photos of me and the chains yeah yeah, so that's that's part of part one. Yes, I do
1: remember seeing the photos <laughs> of you and chains.
0: So that's part one, and that's where all the viola orchestra music is in. So it's very dramatic, and uh, um, yeah, the, those chains I manufactured myself and like made because I was like, I need to really feel what it feels like uh, to physically make your own barrier so i like made the cuffs i wish i brought them in because they're like so heavy i took them to neil's when we were recording because we were recording chain sounds
1: yeah yeah.
0: um because we incorporated that in with the whole piece and um, hard
1: metallic yeah
0: yeah yeah, like iron and um where was i going with that
1: (laughs) i don't know you got you got lost you got lost in the whole i know the chains i'm like
0: uh oh oh so just the music and stuff but um yeah, I just wanted to take it further. Like, I felt like rock and roll was like an instant gratification thing. And I wanted to be involved with creating a whole atmosphere with music and wardrobe and lighting to really, like, immortalize the feeling of, you know, being being held back and how frustrating that is when you're stagnant. It's so frustrating. You know, it's like, why can't I move forward? You know, and then you realize, I've created these chains. I've manufactured me holding myself back. And that was the point. That was, like, the first point of when I wanted to, like, remove myself from the whole Dirty Princess thing. I was, like, all of these things I've created. And it's like, goes to going into saying, like, you know, with a job and stuff. Like, I'm in this job. I, I've i I've come here. I'm, I'm in it. But it's, like, but you also once you get so deep in something, but you also have the power to take those chains, just let them fall off and just go. But there's so much fear and risk in that, you know? Yeah. But I really just took a leap and was like, I'm just everything. I'm taking everything that has held me back, every single thing, and banishing it, banishing it. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. And but music it's funny because yeah, like you said with varied thing. I'm like music is just another tool that I use um because it is something that hits you in the heart, you know, when you feel it. Um so it's just a tool? Yeah. I I'm obsessed. I love music, but I guess not in the same sense as like somebody's like this is my career. I'm a musician. It's like yeah. I'm like this is a tool I use to better animate everything else too
1: yeah that's one of the things i've seen in interviewing artists over time is just the multi-varied like i see multi-varied like talents Mm -hmm. and expressions and i think a lot of artists have to deal with that because it is we're always asking the question is like, what are you? Like that whole thing that you're the to do. Like, right? like, are you, you know, are you the lead singer? Are right. you, the, are you this, or are you the poet? Are you a published poet? Right. And,
0: I think that better describes what I'm doing is poetry, yeah. but with all these tools. Yeah. So.
1: Poetry, yeah. but a little bit of cheating with tools, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right.
0: But the poetry is the film. The poetry is the music. The poetry is outfits like that's what the pcp philosophique thing i wanted to like that little website blog thing i'm like because philosophy is just a way of life and life is a component of many things and that's what poetry is just like seeing the world in a way that resonates and puts things into perspective you know because things just fly by you unless you pay attention and you're like oh wow like all these things that come at us can move through us. Yeah. You know, the only way out is through. So like getting to see everything and I don't
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, uh, Jules, um, thank you so much for talking about, uh, you know, the deep parts of your journey Mm -hmm. and um, your exploration and, um, you know, as you know, I, th- I, I I I love the work that you do because I feel um, there's this disruptive quality about it, but it's, it's like almost simultaneously like engaging mm. on 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 uh, what you're doing. I wanted to at 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 the end here because well, we could probably do three or four of these, <laughs> but um, just for for our for our, our time here. Yeah, right. um, where, how, do you, how do how um, do you want to lead people towards? the things that you do, the things that you're trying towards Mm -hmm. yourself in, in, in a creative sense, just because people will listen to this and be like, Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Like what she's doing. So like, just where do you want people to go?
0: Yeah. Um, so as of right now, you can go to like, I like Instagram is a great way to get connected. I mostly post a lot of the things on my story about what I'm doing. Um, yeah. I also have a blog out called pcp philosophique and that there's a um little link there that you could check out and i'm going to be posting things like every week on just different ideas and stuff like that like it's funny because i guess it's not that important um what i'm doing (laughs) it is important
1: Post 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 (laughs) interrupts
0: it's like it's not like I guess looking in the grand scheme of things it's not that important but if you have an interest of what I'm doing like hopefully it allows you to because people use that word unapologetic or whatever and it's like I don't understand what I had to apologize for (laughs) so like but I do understand what people mean when they say that um I just want to create things that make people think and this film, PCP Orphic hymns that will be out. um, Hopefully we wanted to do it by spring, but it's just taken too much time and I'm fine with it taking the time it needs. So maybe in the fall we'll be hearing more about it. So um, just look out for PCP. We're going to be probably playing in a few um, theaters around here too. So, um, yeah, look out for PCP, Orphic Hymns, and if you're interested in that, um, yeah, my Instagram's PCP3K, and yeah, I look forward to just elaborating on life and just doing what I want and making poetry.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Jules. Thanks <laughs> Thank so much. Uh, it's great spending time with you.
0: Always. You guys are the best. This is something rather than nothing.